0: Hello and welcome back to the new ARC podcast. Episode something like 15, 16? 16, yeah, something to, like to that. the nearest 16, we think. You will know far better than we will, but we're we're rocking it, aren't we, Sath? So I can't believe it's been that many episodes. I, either we're really bad yeah, at counting, we've, we've... or we've done a lot of episodes, or both.
1: Yeah, I think we have done quite a lot of episodes because we've got a good variety of animals that we have now debated, where we've left the obvious ones behind and now we're moving into kind of the not so obvious ones, you know?
0: Uh, Definitely, definitely. You think we're going to get to the slimy boring sponge quite soon. I'm I'm still waiting for that episode 3000, slimy boring sponge that that one's in the bag already. yeah you have no case but but before we get started important announcements as per last week we have not one but two results which have come in Mm -hmm. drum roll please do you you know which animals they are
1: no i my my short-term memory is so bad so
0: these are These are episodes 9 and 10, I believe, which were giraffes, I think, then kangaroos. No, the other way around, kangaroos and giraffes. Okay. So, kangaroos, do you think they got in?
1: Kangaroos,
0: yeah, I think so. You think so? You're wrong. (laughs) Kangaroos are out, (laughs) banished. Kangaroos, dead, (laughs) dead. Left in Australia to rot along with the rest of the animals. Kangaroos (laughs) are scum of the earth garbage. They are out, 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 out. What about giraffes?
1: Definitely in.
0: Well, you're wrong again. But giraffes are tied.
1: Okay.
0: So we will be coming back to them lighting isn't it <laughs> so we now have three animal types: crocodiles ferrets and giraffes which means it's time for a royal rumble next episode watch out <laughs> for that more on that at the end of the episode but today okay. this episode we are speaking about armadillos armadillos Mm -hmm. and you didn't know much about armadillos i seem to remember at the end of (laughs) last week's recording how are you feeling confident not confident we worked out where they're from
1: yes south america except for one species in north america um yeah i know more about armadillos i did last week for sure um am i confident that they're gonna make it well, yeah, because I think every animal should make it aboard the ark, in the spirit of keeping Noah's tradition alive. So, yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my best to represent them, represent God's creatures, and um, make a compelling case for for armadillos.
0: Very good, very good. Although I, I would contest that point on the the OG arc in that since we hadn't discovered the Americas, although the Western world certainly hadn't uh, around Europe at that time, I, I actually don't think armadillos were on Noah's original arc. D- don't you think? Cause they had to know about the animal for, for Noah to go over there. or well, they had to know about the existence of the Americas, at least. Or, or do you think Noah had some tips from God that had the magical divine GPS he, he,
1: he had a uh, he had a, uh, a secret tip from God he just kept it hush because you know you only share this information on a need to know basis um, he had enough on his plate to try to convince people about the upcoming flood and people were pessimistic anyway the last thing he needed to do was throw the armadillo into all that so he kept it to himself and his close confidants. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think all the animals, A to Z, aardvark to zebra, and everything in between.
0: There you go. There you go. So he wrote it down, threw it in a bottle, forgot about it. And then along came Chris Columbus, or wasn't there a Viking who discovered the Americas first? Like Really? Big spen redbeard or something like that so mm. yeah so yeah we think noah knew about the americas divine tip off but he, he didn't yeah. let on i yeah. do have initial point to raise though mm-hmm. in that as as you rightly state all 21 species of armadillo do live in the americas and mm-hmm. as I'm sure you know, the Americas are also the home of the likes of Donald Trump, the invention of toilet paper from the Americas, home of country music, home of poor spelling and grammar. So the the Americas are indisputably a bad place. How can any good animal come out of there?
1: <laughs> Dude, The Americas is huge. You've got both North and South America, which is the full range of the various latitudes. Such a diverse group of people, culture, everything. The Americas are brilliant. Uh, And, you know, North America, the US in itself, yes, it produced Donald Trump, but it also produced every other awesome thing uh, that exists. So, So straight off the bat, single best tv show of all time
0: so so you think we can let america off the hook for for hollywood for friends
1: not hollywood for friends so let me bring this back to the armadillo so do you remember or are you familiar with the holiday armadillo
0: the holiday armadillo no i'm not tell me more
1: (laughs) right so it's friends season seven episode 10 is called the one with the holiday armadillo now (laughs) we've established that friends the greatest tv show ever made is from the americas which is where the armadillo resides but on top of that I think I've watched every episode, every season, one through 10, at least 10 times each, I think. And I can't remember if there's been any other episode named after an animal. I think this might be the only one. And lo and behold, the animal is the armadillo. So, you know, that in and of itself puts the armadillo on a pedestal beyond which one that no other animal has has reached.
0: Mm. So I, I, I'm going to say right off the bat that I have watched about one episode of Friends and I think it's crap. I, <laughs> I think there's nothing in American TV. I'm um, all for British TV culture, Blackadder, best tv series ever friends can go stuff itself <laughs> and there, there are no armadillos in black adder there's <laughs> pigeons a t-rex and maybe a few rats so th- those animals are i'll give benefit of the doubt but armadillos really really uh, i mean uh, I, I, I'm no fan of Friends, you may have one over some of our audience, <laughs> but I, I don't think fictional holiday armadillos are a strong case for bringing real armadillos on the Ark, because real armadillos are evil scumbags, to which end I raise you the point that the Most famous armadillos, which are the three-banded, the seven-banded, and the nine-banded, they don't have three bands, seven bands, and nine bands, respectively. Their names are complete bogus. This is the... the, They are agents of chaos. They, They are spreading misinformation through their very fact of existence. It's like if I called myself Donald Trump and open myself up to a further lawsuit apart from that which i'm already <laughs> burdened with from disney and whatever from salting their prison princesses i mean I, I i'm not stupid enough to do that but armadillos are i mean they're literally boneheads they have bony plates over their heads what more can i say
1: well you can say that they are not responsible for the naming of the armadillos that goes down to humans, once again. Perhaps a Dutch scientist, I don't know who who is responsible this time around. But I, what I will say that you may appreciate, because I know how you, how much you like collective nouns, humans, once again, have come up with a fantastic name for a group of armadillos called a roll, a roll of armadillos. How good is that? Better than a tower of
0: giraffes? So, so I, I researched this as well, and <laughs> I, I was slightly sceptical of my findings. Because you're right, there are a few places on the internet where it says the collective noun for a group of armadillos is either a rock or a roll. And then a there rock. are slightly more credible sources on the internet which says it's a pack or a herd. And personally, I believe the latter. I've already shed a lot of scorn On animal collective nouns, and there are many people on the internet who take tremendous pleasure in making them up. So, well, I I actually think it's one of the more boring collective nouns if I have to weigh
1: in. Well, whoever it is, history is written by the winners. Facts on the internet are written by those who have better SEO, and. Rock and roll wins on Google. Hmm. The other lot to do a better job because uh, unpack was hidden on page two of Google. I'm not going to get to that. So they say, have you heard the phrase like the best place to bury? This sounds a bit sinister, but the best place to bury a dead body is on page two of Google. Hmm. So, yeah,
0: I, I would have to agree with that sentiment.
1: Yeah. So, you know, Google says Google group of armadillos is called a roll. Um, so, yeah, all of these naming conventions, it's not the armadillos. They don't get together and vote on these things. It's done by humans. And therefore, you can't blame the armadillos for the three, seven and nine, whatever it it's went over my head, but whatever it is. Um, that's some random human uh, who names them? Zoologists like what what's what like what's the kind of what type of profession names animals? Scientists. I
0: mean the common the common names are pretty diverse mm-hmm. in, in the places they come from. Basically, okay. common names are whatever folks bother to call them so they they come from all sorts of sources and very few of them are chosen deliberately
1: so whatever, foresight.
0: whatever yeah sticks. i mean because it's fairly straightforward to call them 379 bandage they do have roughly that many bands on, on average then i i guess that system sort of works it makes more sense than the false killer whale which is a stupid animal name it's it's not Mm. anything like a killer whale and calling it not a killer whale is like calling a dolphin not a cat so there there are worse animal names but i mean it all goes back to my point that armadillos are agents of chaos to which i'll raise you the further point that you know what the aztecs called them nope so the, the aztecs called them azototli which means turtle rabbits. <laughs> and I have to say, that would fall into the stupid animal name category. But I, I mean, that sounds like an Australian animal with a sort of hotchpotch of different creatures.
1: But look, this I thought, is what armadillos what...
0: are. They're, they're mutants of nature, poorly designed, botched jobs of evolution.
1: Well, that's why I thought they were in Australia. They just look like they should be in Australia. But um you know i think variety on earth 2.0 is important it's a spice of life and you know we want a whole range of different types of animals they're the only ones with like that type of shell that they've got um you know they're interesting looking creatures Um uh, you know, have you heard of the Pink Fairy armadillo?
0: I have, and I thought you'd bring it out. Brilliant!
1: They are four to six inches in length. Uh, this is like the Pocket Fox version of an armadillo. And it would be fantastic to have them aboard the Ark. People would pay good money to see them. We keep coming back to monetization. They'd be fantastic on YouTube pink fairy
0: armadillos for the win okay so i see your pink fairy armadillo and i raise you a screaming hairy armadillo it's, it's like they're the angel and the demon of the armadillo world so mm-hmm. pink fairy armadillo is very cute Green and hairy armadillos, absolute nuisances. It's it's all in the name. So mm-hmm. they are ugly bastards, and they make the most <laughs> deafening, annoying noise, it's like chalk on a blackboard. <clears throat> that, that they are not. Full stop. Exclamation mark humming on the ark and that was my american grammar for you i thought you'd appreciate that
1: Mm -hmm. right um yeah so you know amongst armadillos there are more favorable armadillos for the ark we'll just bring two of the pink fairy ones on board and call it a day
0: (laughs) okay But but there are some faults with all armadillos. If right. I had to widen the net, okay. so armadillos sleep on average for about eighteen hours a day. They mm-hmm. are incurably lazy creatures. Many of them give birth to either twins or quadruplets, even mm-hmm. in the case of the nine-banded armadillo. So they they are vermin. They are pests. Absolutely impossible to control their population and this has been tested so in about 1850 the the nine banded armadillos swam the rio grande uh, which obviously crosses america so Mm -hmm. so they entered southern america Mm -hmm. uh, southern us and now there are between 30 and 50 million of them so in the space of less than 200 years we have tens of millions of these bastards roaming free think about it we bring two armadillos to earth 2.0 give it a hundred years we'll have bloody millions of them ruining the place with their awful noises their bloody smells their disease that they carry leprosy and malaria is that they're worse than pigeons i i knew you were gonna bring up the leprosy
1: So, there's a theme here, it's always the humans, so let me read to you a title of an article written by none other than the National Geographic. The title reads, humans gave leprosy to armadillos, now they're giving it back. That is just freaking karma, right? And here we are, here you are blaming armadillos for spreading leprosy. No, no, no. It's always the humans. And you know how they're spreading it back? Humans are freaking eating them in Brazil, right? <laughs> so you can't even blame the armadillos I knew you would bring up this leprosy thing the poor armadillo got bloody leprosy because of humans and now we're eating them and blaming them when we get leprosy I think all of these the blame game needs to stop amongst humans
0: <laughs> and, I mean you're just going to blame COVID-19 on bloody bats as well on pangolins bleak, where does the blame La- game
1: stop Lovely. Nothing to do with the poor bat or the pangolin. They got experimented on. Again, humans.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, if the armadillos were any good, surely they would have cured leprosy themselves. I mean, we humans manage to keep it under control. Why can't they? Come on,
1: be fair. Well, they got it from us. I, I don't know you know, the ins and outs of the armadillo immune system or their vaccination programme, I don't know. But um what my research has brought up is that they supply important materials to humans, one of which is medicines. One of that which is meat, which obviously is big in place like Brazil where, you know, people are getting leprosy, so perhaps they shouldn't need them. Um but medicines. Um So, you know, whether or not they've managed to overcome this foreign disease that humans gave them, I don't know. Maybe they're working on it. Evolution over time, maybe they will adjust. Um, But they're giving us medicine. So again, you know, what a selfless um, act on behalf of the armadillo to, you know... Provide humans who gave them leprosy, by the way, medicines.
0: So, you see, I don't think that is selfless. So, you mentioned their, their vaccine program, and I would go so far as to say that armadillos are anti vaxxers. None of them are going out getting vaccinated against diseases like malaria and leprosy and seeing that. They themselves are protected for the common good, so they don't pass it on to other armadillos and humans. They are just bloody irresponsible. And I will <laughs> tell you what else. I mean, you mentioned that, that their medical research value, but mm. most research done on armadillos is into the mammalian penis. <laughs> this is the only thing armadillos are good for. Their penis is two-thirds of their body length, Scaled up to human size be about four foot long this is what they live for they are sex addicts nymphomaniacs what more must i say and they have sex running which i mean good on them firstly but that that that's no
1: well you know whatever research they are useful for it's still useful right um and you you talked about vaccinations for leprosy and malaria where's the human malaria vaccination program or the human leprosy vaccination program i haven't heard of any of those so i think you are you know you're expecting way too much from the lowly armadillo um you know they are doing their best they're doing their best
0: they are doing their best but they're still not getting vaccinated and, and they're still just having sex willy-nilly doing it running with their four foot long equivalent penises i mean we, we've actually mentioned in a prior episode that the question of whether animals can have consensual sex mm. but i think if the female armadillo is running breakneck speed away from the male, that is definitely not consensual. I would go so far as to say males are raping the females who are running for their lives. Are these animals we want to bring onto the Ark? I ask you.
1: We've addressed this before. This is just par for the course in the animal kingdom. Okay? We cannot, we cannot hold by this standard if you were to analyze and see you know like how often you know if you measure consent the way you measure consent within the human population of 2022 standards we are going to have no animals on the ark uh we may not even have many humans on the ark um historically speaking so i don't know i don't know i think uh that's too much to ask uh, of the armadillo.
0: Mm-hmm. I have a further conspiracy <laughs> theory to raise against you.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: if you recall back to episodes probably about two or three, mm-hmm. you made the one and only concession you have ever made on this podcast. And you said <laughs> that T-Rexes are not making it on the ark. You agreed with me on that point, And it will come back forever to haunt you. Because you know what armadillos look like. With their scrawny little legs running along. They look like T-Rexes. They're 60 million bloody years old. Like dinosaurs. And they're, they're, they're still around today. They, they are T-Rexes in disguise. Jurassic Park on Earth 2.0 cannot be allowed to happen armadillos are t-rexes they should not be allowed
1: i'm pretty sure um when we talked about the t-rex i'm pretty sure i was It didn't extend to all dinosaurs i'm pretty sure triceratops stegosaurus a whole host of other dinosaurs got the green light from me and the armadillo you're speaking to a dinosaur enthusiast by the way when i was a kid i wanted to become a paleontologist so the armadillo looks way more like a triceratops a stegosaurus many of the other dinosaurs um there's one that starts with p which looks very much like a uh, like an armadillo oh man it's gonna annoy me now but definitely not a t-rex like if an armadillo you meet an armadillo in the wild nobody is screaming running the other way an armadillo a kangaroo looks more like a t-rex than an armadillo
0: no a kangaroo i don't think so. the posture
1: you know the way it stood the shape the size everything the danger armadillo looks way more like a Stegosaurus or a triceratops um or this other one, which is quite hard to pronounce, starts with P um Dinosaur, but it's definitely not a T Rex. So not,
0: can I actually tell you what ancestral armadillos did look like. They mm-hmm. they look like you know the Ankylosaurus? Which, that, that big tail. Yes, that's the one, not P. A, Ankylosaurus.
1: There you go. Good man. But but there's a a couple of others that are like Ankylosaurus, slightly different. And I think one of them is with P, but it's like a very, very complicated name because some of the dinosaur names are very, very, like, very few vowels. Um, But yeah, it's definitely more of an Ankylosaurus, Stegosaurus type than it is a uh, T-Rex.
0: I mean, you could just claim this as silent P, like pterodactyl. Uh, you'd probably get away with that, don't you? <laughs> Plankylosaurus. Yes, one of those, one of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, you said it all. So the, the ancestral armadillos called glyptodonts. lived in the Americas, and they were the size of cars with big club tails beating up all the stupid megafauna. And I, I would posit, therefore that because evolution is effectively a roundabout, circle of life and all, it's, it might be mixing up those two concepts. But yes,
1: I think you are massively the, the mixing thing, up the two concepts.
0: Things come round, so if we bring armadillos to Earth 2.0, they're going to grow back to the size of cars, start beating up everyone with their club tails, whacking your brains out. And, I mean, that, that that's almost worse than a T-Rex, because the T-Rex never actually catches anyone in Jurassic Park, does it? It's actually quite ineffective, I must say. Who does it eat? The guy on the toilet?
1: It's like Um, other dinosaurs as well. I'm pretty sure it ate the raptors, who are pretty fast. So...
0: I don't don't think it ate any of the raptors, did it? it? It bit them, I'll give you that.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I them, know, yeah. I, I think
0: the raptors are the ultimate. Nobody eats a raptor. That that would be too sad.
1: But compared to a T-Rex, a raptor is, like, tiny.
0: Yeah, but they work together. That's the point, and they're super smart, unlike armadillos. So, so mm. armadillos are just going to sit there and be eaten because they're, they're rubbish. I mean, as, as I said right at the start of this episode, they are evolutionary Mistakes, you know what their defence mechanism is. No. So when you startle an armadillo, it jumps about three foot, three foot high in the air. Basically, jumps up and then falls back down, lets itself get eaten. This is why armadillos continually roadkill. Actually, they're, they're commonly referred to as Texas speed bump armadillos because they just get whacked and whacked and whacked and run over and destroyed. Because, I mean, they are stupid, bloody, evolutionary mistakes that don't deserve a second chance.
1: Two points. Really? First, they've survived 60 million years, and you're worried about them going extinct, which is funny. Secondly, two minutes ago, you were worried about them smashing up cars, and now the cars are smashing up armadillos. So... Dude, like, you your arguments are a bit all over the place today, and um, you know maybe the armadillo got into your head. Um, I think two of the pink fairy armadillos. Um, they sleep all day, which is great. They won't cause any issues. We won't eat them on board the Ark or on Earth 2.0, so we won't get leprosy. Um, We can, you know, we can uh, use them for medicinal purposes. Just positives upon positives, really.
0: I'm not so sure about the not eating them part. (laughs) Because they do actually taste very good, armadillos. Darwin tasted them darwin tasted a lot of animals so he had experience he's an expert Mm -hmm. and he said they tasted better than duck. high praise he wasn't particularly keen on most of the animals he ate but i i mean do do you know the story of why the the giant tortoises didn't get a scientific name for 150 years after they were discovered no what happened is lots of explorers ships traders sailing path through the galapagos big time for sea stuff what mm-hmm. do you call that sailing that's, that's what you call it big time for sailing so i mean lots of people came across the, the giant tortoises that they realized they're a new species pretty obvious there aren't mm-hmm. many things like a giant tortoise out there and they loaded them up on the ships you get several dozen of them, up to 100, but, 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 the thing about giant tortoises, they taste great, and they're a great source of fresh water as well at sea, so they keep it in their bladders, means brilliant, brilliant larder. So none of these giant tortoises made it back to London, Whoa. where all the scientists were, well, to Paris, so they, so they never got scientifically described, 150 years this is what will happen if we try and bring armadillos on the ark they are just going to get munched by either a human or a hungry t-rex for example <laughs> because so tempting so tempting
1: dude we just need to put one of those you know like you get in the cigarette packets where it says like like the the the, the danger signs We just need to put
0: one big picture
1: about leprosy. Hmm. That should uh, discourage the humans on the ark from eating them. Plus, we'll add on a hefty fine. Nothing like a hefty fine to discourage humans from doing things. Um, And then, in terms of other animals, we keep all the animals safe from each other because, you know, like we will feed them. You know, what we need to feed them, but we ensure that the animals on the ark don't eat each other because we need to get the whole point is if they've come on board the ark, you know, if the audience has voted them on to the ark, they've democratically elected animals, they need to make it to Earth 2.0. So, as stewards of this, you know, we have our responsibility to protect these animals from each other. So so the, 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 the armadillo will, at no point, be at any risk from being eaten by other animals. But the sneakiest of all animals is the human. So we have to, as I say, a two-pronged attack. One is a leprosy warning, discouraging label on the armadillo um bit of blue tack job you know color printer a4 paper is fine laminated is cool and then a hefty fine so if you know an armadillo goes missing we go to cctv footage and the culprit would chuck them out of the arc
0: So, so what you're saying is we are going to have cctv on our arc it starts to sound a bit like Big Brother.
1: Dude, there's CCTV everywhere on Earth 1.0. Uh, I think the UK or London is like the world's most... London, for sure, I think, is the world's most densely populated CCTVs. Um, so it's everywhere. Um, it's just a part of modern life. Um, you know, not the best for privacy, but good for crime right so on the ark if anybody ever eats one of our armadillos they are 100 percent getting caught and there will be consequences
0: i mean you don't often see cctv on sort of sci-fi spaceships do you to be realistic oh, you, they you always you, have to like scan for life don't they no to it's
1: like a, it's like the it's high tech man it's like <laughs> It's like the Las Vegas casinos. There's eyes in the sky everywhere. You don't see them because they're well-disguised. So we're not going to have these, like, janky 1990-style low-budget CCTVs that are on, like, the streets. Uh, Hmm. We're going to have, like, the the eye-in-the-sky-style ones um, within the arc.
0: The as coconuts or something yeah yeah blend right in
1: yeah yeah you won't be able to tell they're there but they're
0: there they should definitely do that on earth 1.0 like you know the ones on buses they look quite like coconuts so the half coconut that'd be brilliant
1: well that's
0: that's... i'm gonna picture right now public transport there you go coconuts as cctv because aren't most of those fake anyway they always say that lots of cctv ones are fake they don't mm. actually exist i think the ones the buses are real yeah i think they're real because i've I, actually seen all their feeds i, I catch a lot of buses the, the highlight of my life thus far has been you know changing the number on the bus i once got to do that made friends with the bus driver brilliant
1: in the uk brilliant
0: fun no in australia right okay i got okay. to change the number that was great because that was one of the old buses where it's still manual oh get wow. to... okay okay okay
1: okay, okay. Yeah. i i've done the manual changing of a cricket scoreboard
0: oh exciting mm,
1: a proper yeah, yeah. old school manual one uh so yeah i can i can get a sense of the excitement
0: <laughs> well after that incredibly relevant tangent i have a few final points to make okay so brace yourself firstly if we bring armadillos onto the ark onto a 2.0 we're going to run up a huge debt in nail salons you know giant armadillos nine inch long claws that's a lot of pedicure just saying mm-hmm. It's is going to be expensive and we're already short on cash because we're bringing the stupid animals like dolphins and elephants, which cost a lot to maintain, let's be fair, and almost certainly pandas, because those are a shoe in. <laughs> so we're, we're already running a shoestring budget. We're we're gonna go out of business if we bring armadillos. Secondly secondly, you know what the shells of armadillos are used to make. musical so instruments they used to make exactly they're called charangos, like like man- mandolins or guitars and I have to say, guitars are the worst instrument ever invented. Guitar should be abolished, will be abolished, on Earth 2.0. If we're bringing armadillos, that's just inviting people to play the guitar. I mean, who plays guitars anyway? You have to be pretentious 25-year-old with blonde hair and go surfing every Sunday to even try to play the guitar. So no guitars equals no armadillos and lastly armadillos don't even need an arc because they're great swimmers so when the earth drowns in biblical floods they can i mean they just basically inflate themselves and bob along would actually walk underwater as well They, they can do either so surface or walking underwater and they hold their breath about six minutes which is quite impressive Sort of land animal, mm-hmm. so I mean, I'm slightly spoil the point in that we already bring dolphins, which definitely don't need narc, but armadillos don't need narc either. So, so there.
1: Well, six minutes is not their lifespan, so you know you can't just hold their breath for six minutes and then die. Um, but the they float days. as well yeah so so they can inflate
0: themselves and just bob along like sort of boys yeah but food source
1: they they won't be living their best life let's put it that way Hmm. and we want all of our animals to live their best life on earth 2.0 um so that's that what were the other ones i've forgotten already uh what
0: uh we're gonna rack up debts in nail salons yeah
1: Uh, Fine, go on.
0: (laughs) Guitars, we're not allowed any guitars, we're not allowed armadillos.
1: Well, well, I, I completely disagree, surprise, surprise. I think guitars are fantastic, they're the best instrument in the world, and you know, everybody in the audience that's ever played a guitar, ever listened to a guitar, ever appreciated any genre of music that has guitars would disagree with you and vote for the armadillo, out of spite but um, guitars are amazing and therefore armadillos are amazing by extension the nail salon thing I kind of get it but I think you're massively overestimating the cost of uh, nail salons Um, also as I said if we've got the old pink fairy armadillo they will generate so much revenue um, that you know we could siphon off you know Something like 1% of total revenue generated as a cost basis for their nails. The other 99% is pure profit and it's actually going to subsidize these so called expensive animals like the elephant.
0: Right? i mean they're just going to compete with the pocket foxes aren't they they the pink fairy armadillos we've already got foxes they're not going to compete it's in gonna, the same market
1: they, 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 no they're gonna um they're gonna expand the you know one plus one equals three in this case yeah they're going they're going to bring more people uh to our channel um it's like it's complementary so We'll air an episode of the Pocket Foxes Straight away It'll be followed by the Pink Fairy Armadillo ones People just stick around more More slots for advertising Don't worry I'll take care of the uh, The commercials Um, You know um, I'll have them lined up
0: We could put them together That that would just break the internet Pink Fairy Armadillo plus Pocket Fox Mm. Boom Boom yeah, that could work. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. There we go. You know what we're going to have to do? hmm We are going to have to leave it to the audience to vote. Dum-dum-dum. <laughs> we are almost caught up on socials, so if you're listening to this, head over to at New Archives to vote whether armadillos deserve to make it on or armadildos, as they should rightly be called given that they're mostly penis should they make it on are guitars great instruments are they crap i mean sap do you do you play the guitar i was trying I, to work this out
1: i don't but i can appreciate carlos santana or somebody mm-hmm. playing the guitar because um, I, okay. I like music As does every reasonable human.
0: I I will give you that. Okay. Do we bring pink fairy armadillos on board? Or screaming hairy armadillos? I mean, why would we? We've got me. Sound about the same. Let us know. Join us next week slash episode, which is going to be our royal rumble so Seth, do you want to take us through this give us the the high level Thirty second. what will this be
1: well we'll have if we're going to have a three-way royal rumble we will need three people each representing an animal and arguing for that animal making up on board the ark and then two of the animals will be left behind, so it's really kind of a round robin, sudden death type scenario. So we need to A, bring a third host, co-host, and then we need to determine who chooses what animal.
0: There we go, you heard it here first. So. Join us next episode where I promise we will have a special guest. Ooh, it's mysterious, isn't it? So much excitement. Getting goosebumps already. Join us then when we will have crocodiles, ferrets, and... What did I say earlier? Crocodiles, I've forgotten already. I have forgotten as well. It was giraffes, giraffes, crocodiles, ferris, and giraffes battling it out for supremacy. Only one will make it on. It's out of your hands. You couldn't decide. We will have to decide for you. So join us then for the Royal Rumble. Ciao.